Thank you so much for tuning in to our church podcast. You can go to atarapentecost.com for questions about services and how to donate. We pray that you are blessed by this message today. God bless. Easter is on its way. Spring is coming. All the good stuff. And Mass, they are a thing of the past. Well, unless you live in Washington, then you don't come off of that train. All right, we're going to call your attention to the book of Matthew, chapter number 25. Verses 14 through 18. It's just a little, little uh, thought that I had, and uh, I had decided, you know, I'm just going to share it. I said, "Why not?" Okay, so here we go. It says, "For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods." Delivered to them his goods. And one he gave five talents to another two, to another one, to every man according to his several ability. Straightway took his journey. And he that had received the five talents went and traded with the same and made them other five talents. And likewise, he that had received two, he also gained other two. But he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. And we'll stop there and we'll come back to the rest of it a little bit. I'm, uh, I've titled this, and hold on while we're getting there. The title of this is Building Your Christian Rat House. you like acronyms? I like them. What's what's one of the favorites out there in the crowd? Anybody got a favorite acronym in the crowd? We've heard a few here recently. Anybody got one? One of the, I, what is it? Oh, that's coming. There you go. I was going to say that. That's got to be coming up later. GOAT. GOAT. How many of you know what the GOAT stands for? Anybody that doesn't know what the GOAT stands for? You don't know what the GOAT stands for. Kevin, please tell us. Amen. There are a couple that we've heard in the news here lately, and they keep hearing that that acronym NATO. NATO. Sounds big and emotional, right? And what what does that mean? Tell you? Right? Now, I think that's like 22 or 23, maybe number 30. But the idea is to get all these nations together so that the bear will never have Teflon Bear trying to take over Afghanistan. As our vice president tried to explain the other day, there is a big nation that invaded a small nation. 
And then one that I'd never heard of. Have you ever heard Swift? I mean, Rick Swift? Hey, that's really pop dope. That's big dope. Brother Mike, what is that? society. Get this. It means Society for Worldwide Interbank Financial Telecommunications. Everything goes through this. Ultimately, everything goes through this. That's why there's big words behind it. It's a very complex society and global community that has evolved in the time that we are speaking about. And uh, one, there's one that uh, for this time of year that I, 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 it's always interesting to me because the Lord gets an acronym for the galaxy, especially this time of year. Anybody ever heard of SAD? A lot of SAD people in the galaxy, especially this time of year. There's a lot of sad people. Anybody know what that means? Brother Mark? <laughs> well, all right. Not that there can't be more than one meaning. But the meaning that I am talking about is it's called seasonal affective disorder. Too little sunlight entering the eye that produces a the hormone melatonin. And what happens is when melatonin is released, it's released when it gets dark. Listen carefully. Released when it gets dark, and it creates a biochemical imbalance in the brain that causes excessive sleep. Anybody have a problem? Lethargy, there we go, overeating, and depression. So they say it's real. That's why during the wintertime, they have actually, they say if you get depressed and go find a, a lighted room somewhere, and, you know, whatever, your, your brain will get back in balance. Brother Mark. Like a flower. There you go. There you go. That's why I, I'm not sure, but that's my, uh, my idea of why Seattle is so the way that they are. They're under a cloud. But here, here's a couple of mine. CIA. Christian in action. All right? How about CEO? Chief Encouragement Officer. Everybody knows what Bible is. Okay, but ours is more of a, there's our dread program director. 
you go. Who's going to cheer and clap? There you go. And uh, wait. So, you know, they, they say that if you can make, if you, if you can make something a habit, okay, for any length of time, then it's going to guarantee just a part of your everyday success. How, it, anybody ever challenged with, um, you know, with, with uh, consistency on your daily devotions and so forth? Everybody's, everybody's perfect. We're all perfect. Right? But there, that's why, you know, the Enoch principle, we talk, we, we talk about this all the time. But uh, here's a um, here's a couple of things that we're going to do. Oh, just to make sure that I don't forget this. Okay, that's that's what I want to do. When you get over fifty, anybody ever have a challenge when you're fifty years old? You forget where you put something. Okay. Or you walk out the door, you walk out the door and you're down the road before you forget, or before you forget, but you forgot your phone or your wallet or or your keys. Now, this is a this is a really good one. So I made up a reminder for me personally, because there were times when there are sometimes when I forgot and uh, not overnight, but I, you know, I sometimes get lethargic and I forget. But here's something that helped me remember. And it just so happens. Kevin, what is it? Please say it again. GWK. My glasses. How many of you wear glasses that you got to have from Kevin? My wallet, my keys, and then right. There should be a double meaning there. Okay. So, and I and I'm exaggerating when I say that I when I leave the church, okay, after I got saved, or I leave the house or wherever I'm at. I say my name. I say GWK. Never, ever, ever, ever have I done that. It's just a way. It's a way to, you know, that helps me. And trust me, it does help me. All right. And uh, so, but it's a habit of mine. Back, Sister Alicia, last Wednesday, I think she mentioned a habit I take with me. Okay, so reap an action, reap a habit, reap a habit, reap a character, reap a character, and then reap your destiny. So there are, you know, your character develops by the actions that you take that become consistent. In fact, uh, uh, there's a book uh, called The Atomic Habit. I never read it, really, but it's by a guy named James Clear. He writes this. He says, 
successful people are simply those with successful habits. Habits are the are the compound interest of self esteem. I can make I can make that work. And of course we're you know we talk about this all the time. We're not simply seeing how close you can get to God. Three hundred and sixty five days a year. Lord willing, we wake up and we pray. And we've exercised the interest in our life, that interpersonal thing that you walk with God, you pray, and you read the, the scriptures. That's the idea. Because how what things draw us closer to God? Anybody? That's rocket science. But we all know that, doesn't it? But to do it, but you have to exercise that. You have to exercise that. You can't, you know, you can't just let them be dormant. You can't, if you think that you're going to develop in a particular area, say you got, I know you got one person that likes accounting. Well, guess what? You know, if we thought that we were going to have the muscles of a couple of giants, Sitting there, and we can do nothing. Probably not. There's an old song years ago called uh, "The Junkie Jumping Into Trouble." Anybody saw it? He goes to sleep every night with "Ding Dong" by his bed. what I call the most powerful exercise. Physical exercise, yes. Anybody believe that exercise gets old? But it's more than exercising physically. Actually, training, exercising
says the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. And he gave five and another six and another six to every man according to his several ability and they took nothing from them but the loaves and the cups. Several translations use the phrase should have passed by. There are translations that use bags of gold. Bags of gold. is a measure of weight, used in Bibles as well, but Bibles eat dust, okay? Now, a talent is somewhere between 75 and 100 pounds. Is that what they cost you? Right, so now, listen, so so a talent comes to be 75 pounds. Bags of gold. Right now, does anybody know what an ounce of gold is currently valued at? One ounce of gold. So using that gold bar, bag of gold, right? Gold ounce. How did you use it? Okay. Talent, one talent. So the guy's got one talent. Bum left. Now today is not that day. The Lord gave him two more talents. Okay, the point is is this. got one talent. Hello. We are all, all right, in the kingdom of God. We are all, we all start as millionaires. You are a millionaire. No matter how rich he is, when he was lower, one talent. The guy was a 
there, there is a, I guess, a, a legitimate reason a person just hasn't been to church. And, you know, they stumble and fall and they act like, you know, they were they were poor or they didn't have or whatever. It still is the case that we, God is rich. his goods in Jerusalem. I looked up shelter here, and it simply means cocooning yourself or your private business, all right? In other words, you say, well, what's a cocooning? That's what it means. It's none of my business to say what God has given you. If you are, are walking around with $10 million, right, spiritually, it ain't my one talent, yeah, you couldn't, it wasn't the guy that got five or the guy that got ten. It wasn't their fault that God gave them according to their several ability. It was their own little private business between them and God. But now listen to this, right? Ability. means force, especially miraculous power or mighty work. The word dynamite, right, dynamo, it comes from the Greek word, which is part of the root word of this. In other words, several abil ability. When God gives us something, right, he doesn't, he doesn't just give us a little, you know, uh, crooked arm or, you know, busted hip or something. God blesses you there, right? But it means that force, especially miraculous power or mighty. In other words, when God gives us something, it is full of power, and it has the potential to do the miraculous. Amen. That that one talent, that one talent, had the it had the potential to do more than the five. Okay. So. So here is. 
in music, it may not be the image of that music. How many of you are listening to the I was just waiting for the dog to come out. Okay, I, I had to look up what rapt means. I did. I didn't know what it meant. I didn't know it meant rhythm and force. I didn't. Did you all know that? There's also, there's another acronym that is used that rap represents. Anybody know what that is? Yeah. Rap means records of arrest and prosecution. Resource, ability, and potential. Okay? Now, when it says that he gave them his goods, now do you think that he gave them everything that he owned? Here's what resource means. A source of supply, support, or aid, especially one that can be readily drawn upon when needed. How much resource does our government have? How much aid does it have? How much support? Do we have to fill out an application in order to receive aid from NATO? Do we have to wait for NATO? Okay. The Bible says that he gave them. He gave them a portion of his resources. He gave them a portion of his wealth. also means the collective wealth of a country or its means of producing wealth, okay? In other words, the Bible says that he gave them nations. When you, when you leave your home, your wealth has been His resources. We're using His wealth. And then, okay, and then A, ability. 
suffer for your right of witness and mention ability used for charisma, especially miraculous power as in mighty words. What is Jesus saying? Take charisma and greater. Greater? Greater? Greater. So, you have, I, I believe that you have the word. How many of you believe that God forgot you and he did not give you what you need? So, do you agree we've got all the resources available? Gave us, okay? You got the Holy Ghost? Yes, good. Awesome. Do you believe that He gave you the goods to produce miraculous power all, not only in your life, but He gave you the miraculous power? His resources, His gifts, nothing here, but He gave you all of that to be a shining light in a dark world and to be able to minister to those around you. Amen? Our resource, A, ability, What good, right? Now, we know, we know the potential of what God gave those things. We know the potential of the five, that it was, it had the potential to double. In other words, whatever gift that, that God had placed into the five steps, it had the potential to I think we have more. Amen? But the, the potential, here's a scripture that, that I think really uh, defines potential. John 1 and 44. The Bible says, Andrew brought Simon to Jesus, and Jesus looked at him. Andrew brings Peter to Jesus. The Bible says, Jesus
bread by the gate. You are Simon, the son of John, he says, but you shall be called Cephas. Jesus looked at Peter, and he saw the potential in that man before Peter was even going to hang up his fisherman suit. That's what he sees potential. What is it with his resources, with his Ability to encourage you according to your Could operate well if you had a million dollars. Well, of course you could. You would not feel like that you had got slighted because you only got one million dollars, would you? No. In fact, I wouldn't care about if if you had five million. I don't care if you got five million. I got millions. That makes me a millionaire. Looks at Peter. He just looked at him. That's all he did. He said, Oh man, Peter, you wait, buddy, for till about three years from now, and you are going to be preaching my church into His master. Now, through a lot of personal failures, but with a knowing that his master was there and had helped without resources. Jesus sees in you, but in fact, I don't even know what, in fact, I don't even know what she sees in you. So the potential lies between what is and what what is, when we begin this race, and what could be is the space of time 
is he allows us, right, to develop whatever it is that he places into When the Lord returns, he calls each servant to give an account of their investment, verse 5 of Dream 5. Well done. I like those words. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee a ruler over many. And I, I really, I never really understood this part of it, but it's such a big part of it. Notice what their reward was. Enter into the joy So a couple things. The master's desire is not equal return, but equal effort. Or equal effort according to ability. Okay? And it is, here's something that lacks encouragement. Common accountability or different levels of responsibility based on he only requires and asks of you to make the most of what is given. He's not, I'm not going to be accountable, okay, and responsible. R, responsible, A, accountable. W-T-M-I-L, okay, accountable. But I'm not going to, I am not going to be responsible or accountable for what he has given me. accountable for whomever. And he will be. Here, here's the thing, okay? Accountability is you will, you will be held. This is an accountant. You know what an accountant does? He's got a boom, right? He accounts and sees where the Or, in other words, the parable here, have we been good stewards with what God has put into our life and said, now, this is how you handle it. How do you gift what you have been given in a way that we make those with what God empowers us to do? Where? Leading others to haven't already pushed your congregation emphasis on your leadership. And he's probably taking gifts, too. If, if not, Brother Ollie says, I'll take care of it. All right, remember Sunday? And uh, we ride out. All right, let's lift our hearts, amen, and 
Ik kan het niet voor de lijn natuurlijk beslissen.